This week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast is sponsored by ArtBase. Are you managing an art collection, an artist studio, or a gallery? Is it time to bring your collection management skills up to a professional level? We think so. Well, ArtBase is the right software to manage your art business. ArtBase allows you to track your artworks and contacts in an easy-to-use, powerful database. You just enter your data once and use that data to generate reports, offers, contracts, and much more. They've got a brand new version out with a whole new look that can be used on the cloud from any location on any device. So what are you waiting for? Go to artbase.com now to learn more and be sure to mention Art Tactic for a 15% discount. Thanks for listening to the Art Tactic Podcast. I'm your host, Adam Green. Last year on the podcast, we had an episode focused on the intersection between urban art and contemporary art. It featured Ronnie Pirovino, a contemporary art collector, curator, and appraiser, who's also recognized as one of the early and most prolific collectors of Cause's work, and Lindsey Griffith, the head of department for prints and multiples in New York at Christie's. At the time, they were co-curating an auction at Christie's named Trespassing that featured artworks that were especially appealing to collectors at the intersection between urban and contemporary art. Well, Ronnie and Lindsey are back at it again this year with Trespassing 2.0, which just went live on Christie's.com today. So we wanted to have them back on the podcast to chat about recent trends in this area of the market, especially as this category seems to really be taking off over the past year, despite being in the midst of a pandemic. And this year's sale also features a select number of NFTs, so we tackle how this fits into this category. We hope you enjoy this episode of the podcast. Thanks so much for listening. Ronnie and Lindsay, thanks so much for coming on the podcast. It's great to have you back on. My pleasure. Thank you for having us. Of course. So, Lindsay, for our listeners who aren't familiar with the trespassing auction, can you explain the concept behind the sale and how did last year's inaugural auction go? So, when Ronnie and I initially started discussing this project, the idea was really noticing a tremendous amount of energy that we were seeing um, not necessarily at auction, but in the market generally for artists um, and buyers that were really inspired by graffiti-inspired artwork in all media, and really how those buyers were not only interested in that type of work, but also in a lot of emerging contemporary art generally, and that there was a tremendous amount of energy in that space that we didn't necessarily feel was being represented in traditional auctions. Um, using Ronnie's considerable expertise with a number of these artists, we built a sale last year that was cross-category at Christie's with both editions and post unique post-war contemporary works, um, where the top lots were primarily artists such as Cause and Banksy and Invader, but also we mixed in a number of emerging artists, so works, um, things like Jonas Wood, Julie Curtis, George Kondo, sort of well-known names in the contemporary art space in addition to some emerging names. That mix, I think, proved to be a really tremendously impactful 
decision. We were very pleased at how the first iteration of the sale performed. It importantly was featured on our online bidding platform, which was, in my opinion, the absolute best platform for this space. Um, we really saw a tremendous bidding activity and really we achieved a number of auction records for artists. We saw more than 50 brand new bidders to Christie's generally and a lot of interest in the sale globally for buyers new and old. So I think it was really a proof of concept that we were pleased to see. And, and as a result, we're so excited for what Ronnie and I have been referring to as 2.0. 2.0, I like that. And so, Ronnie, this year the sale actually includes a select number of NFTs. I think it's maybe the first ever auction to include more traditional fine art and NFTs in the same sale. Why was it important for you to include NFTs in this year's edition? And how do NFTs fit into the theme of trespassing, which Lindsay just touched on a little bit? Well, the basic premise really that that we're exploring here in many ways is is innovation and really um, bringing something um, presenting something to the market to collectors that is um, uh, different and and really is is pushing the boundaries into into new territory and nfts um, have come on very strong um, but um, have, for the most part, up to this point, been separated from from the mainstream art world. And I, I really um, had it as a goal to to really bring um, this innovative new format into the trespassing sale in a really tangible way because we're we're really um, looking at at everything in in a way where the ethos of the sale is consistent in the sense that we're doing something new and and fresh and nfts really represent such a such a new um uh such a new format such a new opportunity that um it it, it really makes sense to to not separate them and to include them in 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 a mix that that is vital and and really represents our moment in time right now. Well, and also Ronnie to jump in and to emphasize the other thing that you and I had always discussed as far as this innovation piece is that we were feeling that a lot of the audience that was excited about the NFT artists in this auction are, is an audience that we feel will be equally as excited about the other categories in the sale and to really think of this as introducing both audiences to one another, but also that there could be considerable overlap that hasn't really been explored yet at auction. Indeed, indeed. This, this, um, this notion of bringing together um, pieces of an audience, collecting sectors and different, different sort of... Um, uh, points of view and, and and different facets when it comes to collecting like this is this is definitely really in the spirit of of what we're doing and I agree 100 percent that that it this gives us a platform to really be able to to introduce um, new things to to collectors that that may not be um, expecting it and and to really do something that is inclusive and builds a certain community 
where there wasn't one before and and so on and so forth so i think that that this this is an effort in a sort of a way that um that really appeals to a lot of different facets out there um in a in a way that that kind of brings things together um in a in a really exciting manner yeah and i i would also just plug on that this is also why i feel that the online platform at Christie's is such a key place for that because, to be honest, that's really where we see so many different types of audiences interacting with one another. Yeah, those are all really interesting points. And Lindsay, we continue to see incredible auction prices for so many artists and artworks despite the world going through a pandemic. I'm curious, your perspective as a specialist at Christie's, how robust do you think the art market is right now? And what are the, some of the reasons why it seems to be doing so well? So I think it's it's definitely a multifaceted answer, but what I would certainly say is that the market from every indicator that we've seen, particularly with the spring auctions in New York and the summer auctions that just finished in Europe, is that there's tremendous enthusiasm in the marketplace. The market is very strong, especially as it relates to um, contemporary art, such as what's featured in Trespassing. There's a lot of enthusiasm in this space. Where I think the most important factor is there has been a shift to the way the market functions. I think the online auction platform has become a really critical thing. I know that in the edition space at Christie's, we were our audience was prepared to bid online. They trusted us and had were used to conducting auctions that were primarily using this platform. I think that certainly really helps keep enthusiasm at auction in the marketplace. I also just think people continue to feel that engaging in the art world is an important thing to them and that on platforms such as Instagram or Clubhouse, there's really just a tremendous amount of general energy in this space. People miss going to museums, people miss going to fairs. And so I think that was a a pent-up commercial energy that we saw that, you know, was really indicative of that enthusiasm. Yeah, and Ronnie, I remember in last year's episode, we chatted about the significant number of urban art collectors who have really expanded their collecting interests to more mainstream contemporary artists. How has that trend evolved over the past year? Well, the interesting aspect of the time that we've been in, um, in, in kind of um, advancing some of what Lindsay uh, just noted, um, people people have had more time on their hands. They have been able to think about what they're interested in. They've been able to to research more. They've just had a lot more time on their hands because of the circumstances. So, in a way, um, that that situation has impacted. Um, collecting and and the market as a as a, as a whole, where I think that you've had a lot of a lot of people who may have had an or a, a point of entry uh, uh, where they they have began began their their sort of collecting journey with with something that that was perhaps more obvious um, on some level, but because of the time that they've had they've really been able to evolve quickly into pursuing uh, their collections in, in a more serious way, in a more enthusiastic way, in, um, in some ways really building momentum that, uh, that wasn't there before. 
Uh, and so I think that, that the time that we've gone through has, has really benefited art in many ways because it, it really has given people time to reflect, time to, to really, like Lindsay's saying, to, to think about what's important to them, to, to look at art again from a different perspective, to revisit interests that, that, that may have been latent um, and really rekindle them. Um, but as far as urban art collectors and, and really how they have very, very quickly evolved and, are, and continue to evolve, it's, it's, really, it's really a matter of, of um, kind of thinking about how we haven't really spent that much time outdoors in, in, you know, in the past year or more. And, and so some of that inspiration for, for collectors who look to, to be inspired and, and to, to really be drawn in by things that they might come across on the street or in their daily lives, um, that hasn't, that hasn't been there. That's been missing. So in many ways, they, they have been, um, very open um, with platforms like Instagram to to really keep searching and to really keep um, exploring their interests and and so I think that we have reached a, a very interesting moment now where there is a, there's a, a great deal of, of open open sort of um, openness where um, the categories, the, the, you know, the sort of the, the uh, um, definitions of, of art um, continue to be um, really blurred and, and redefined and um, NFTs have had a tremendous role to play in, 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 new collectors coming in from other sectors that are now um, becoming very, very interested in more uh, traditional forms of art. And so I think that um, the pandemic has, of course, been this incredibly arduous uh, experience that most of us have, I think all of us have gone through. But, um, but for art, I think that in some ways it accelerated some interests and some, some, it may have kindled some enthusiasm. It may have um, really set forth a certain momentum that, um, that may not have been there um, if it wasn't for um, people really sitting and thinking and, and, um, and really looking at art as a way to escape as a way to to really put their mind on something different than than you know these these very challenging times that we've been in. That was really well said. And so Ronnie and Lindsay, before we let you go, the trespassing auction can be viewed right now on Christie's.com. But for our listeners who haven't checked it out yet, if you could preview the sale a little bit by sharing one or two of your favorite artworks in the sale, that would be great. I think for me, one of those I, this sale is what was interesting to me last year continues to be interesting to me of artists that are making in some ways um, their editions debut in the marketplace by our sales. Um, it's not true for her, 
but Allison Zuckerman to me is a really exciting name that's been added to this mix. I think particularly the Harlequin piece that's in the auction is really representative of everything that we were trying to cap. I think, you know, the energy, humor, um, sort of mixing from lots of different sources and inspiration, the fact that she's thinking about making prints in it, you know, in a totally digital way that's really informed by online imagery just as much as art history. I think that makes that piece really, really exciting to me. Um, I think that that's definitely one of my favorites. And then from there, I'm really excited to see um, things that we, artists like Deborah Roberts, where um, I find one of her prints to be one of the most exciting prints in the sale. And it's the first time that she'll have a print in our auction. So I think, again, that's just indicative of this sale's ability to mix lots of different types of, of mediums together into one great offering. And Ronnie, how about you? I tend to, uh, to really love pretty much everything that's, that's in the sale because I, I think everything has a has a very uh, significant place. But if I'm going to narrow down a couple of things, um, the Invader Mosaic is truly spectacular because yeah, it's wonderful. It, it is it is it, yes, it, it's got it's got this this really unique element to it. The eyes are bicycle reflectors. So if you pass a, a, a flashlight over it there's almost this interactive element to it. It's, it's really fascinating. And, and I, I think that, that um, it's, it's pretty much among the most clever work I've ever seen by Invader. Uh, when, it, when it comes to, to something that is really brand new and really exceptional, I, I, I think that the Dot Pigeon work is is really special um dot pigeon has has become this force uh and and it has happened very quickly and we are debuting um his work uh at 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 this auction level for the first time so there will be many people who who may may not be aware of his work but i think that there 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 is a tremendous opportunity to be introduced to his work in this forum. And I love what he does with sort of his thesis, the way that he approaches his work. He, he really is kind of placing himself amongst things that he admires and, and um, artwork that, that, that he loves himself. And so um I, I really appreciate the fact that that we will have a work by him in in a in a setting where there is very likely many works that he would admire and put in his paintings, um, you know, which is um, really interesting to me because um, he's doing something that is that is really. Um, along the lines of really celebrating the art that, that he admires with his own work. So um, to me, I think that that's, that's, um, that's really one of, the, one of the highlights as well, but there are many, there are many. One other thing that we haven't touched on that's really exciting about this sale is A, I think as Ronnie says, the sort of collaborative aspect of many artists that are in this sale. And there's also, there's a number of historical graffiti artists that are, 
in the auction as well that I think are referenced by many of the younger artists that are in this sale. And I think there's a real history and trajectory and each of these artists are thinking very meaningfully, not only about what's culturally very interesting to them, like the Zuckerman where the art history and and online imagery is quite combined, but there are artists like Crash and Days and Ramosi who are in this auction. They're really excellent examples in this sale and the market you know, that historical moment for art like that is very important to some of the younger artists and really the NFT artists that are represented. And this is all a particular continuum that's represented in this auction. And I think that to me is what's also really exciting about 2.0 is that we're seeing, we're really seeing the breadth and depth of what this, this particular segment of the market can be and how multifaceted it is. Um, so those are just some really exciting opportunities that are also in the auction. Well, Ronnie and Lindsay, thanks so much again for coming onto the podcast and chatting with us about this really interesting area of the art market, as well as previewing your trespassing auction, which is live now on Christie's.com. Lindsay, if our listeners want to check out the sale, what's the best way for them to do that on the website? So if you just go to, it'll be featured all over the place on our website, but if you go to Christie's to upcoming auctions, you'll see trespassing featured quite prominently. Um, please feel free to reach out to myself or to Ronnie or to um, really most any of the prompts that are on the website. We're really very happy to walk people through. There will also be a public sale view here in New York, which is perhaps the most exciting thing that I can say, and that will be live for public viewing in New York starting on the 15th all the way through to the 21st here in Rockefeller Center in New York. So please, please come and engage with us online, but also please come and see us if you can here in New York. Fantastic. Art in person. Nothing beats it. Lindsay and Ronnie, thanks so much again for chatting with us. Real pleasure. Thank you, Adam. Thank you. Bye. We want to thank ArtBase for sponsoring this week's episode of the Art Tactic Podcast. Are you managing an art collection, an artist, studio, or gallery? Is it time to bring your collection management skills up to a professional level? Well, ArtBase is the right software to manage your art business. ArtBase allows you to track your artworks and contacts in an easy-to-use, powerful database. All you do is enter your data once, and you use that data to generate reports, offers, contracts, and a bunch more. They've got a brand new version out with a whole new look that can be used in the cloud from any location on any device. So go to artbase.com now to learn more, and be sure to mention Art Tactic for a 15% discount.